With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Coming up on the form. Reed Holman, James comes out of the pack. James on the drive, goes inside, stop, shot block, puts it back. It's over! Denver makes history! The Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history! But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And, um, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. Hey, Anthony, how do you how do you handle the mixture of you know disappointments and uh, in the end, and especially the way that you guys go out uh, relative to you know the way the season went, where you were in February, what you have potentially building? And how is that how is that something that's going to stick with you either tonight or as you think about it moving forward? Um. Obviously, it hurts right now, uh, especially the way you know we lost. Not only tonight, but you know, we gave away two games, three games, and then we had tonight, and you know, game two and three as well. Um, you know, it's just tough. I mean, you know, credit to Denver. Obviously, they're a great ball club, uh, number one team for a reason. Um, you know, their players played well, uh, you know, throughout the entire series. Um, but it's tough. Uh, hurts, stings, and uh, we got to carry it into the next season. You know, you know, keep this feeling, remember this feeling, and uh, use it as use it as fuel uh, coming to next year. BT, sorry, Anthony. You guys talked about the zero point three percent chance of making it to the playoffs. You made it, but now that you've lost and have been swept. What does this season mean to you and to this team to get to this point, even though you lost it? Honestly, I haven't even thought about it. Um, obviously, we know where you know we started beginning of the year um, and where we got to, but uh, that definitely wasn't you know um, the end goal for us. Uh, don't really do you know moral victories. Anything like that, you know, we play to to win championships. Um, you know, obviously came up short, you know, right there on the fence. Um, so it's tough, but um, you know, that's some. You know, as the days go on, weeks go on, you kind of you know think about it and 
kind of talk about it from there. Dan. Building as he's been all year, all throughout the playoffs, with a focus, a determination to get it done by any means necessary. And, uh, you know, I just thank them all. I mean, it's great, the competitive spirit. You know, it, it's, uh, it was phenomenal. You know, so from day one, getting to this point from which we came, you know, digging ourselves out of a deep, deep hole and then uh, being able to be a part of this 2023 NBA postseason and then become one of the final four teams, you know, um, it was a hell of a hell of a year, hell of an experience and hell of a turnaround. Did a complete 180. And, um, you know, he was a big part of that in terms of his communication, his leadership, he and AD both. Um, and he just came out ready to, ready to go. Um, you know, the end of the quarter stuff, the end of the last, well, I should say, end of the game. You know, I just thought he was trying to get downhill, man. And again, I, I, I mean, not to use any excuses or make any excuses, but just contact on just about every play in the NBA. Now, when you drive the ball and what's considered uh, a violation and what's not, what's called and what's not, it's like, I'm oblivious. Like, I don't know. And so um, all you want is fairness and consistency, something I've always said. So just trying to get the ball in the hands of our best player and allow him to go make a play in the, in the, in the, in the area on the floor where he's comfortable. Um, but, you know, again, not to take anything away from Denver, they're a hell of a ball club. They've been great all year, been great for a couple of a few years now. Um, they have a hell of a one-two punch and, and, and Joker and Jamal. I uh, wish them nothing but the best. Mike Malone, happy for him and his staff. You know, they've done a phenomenal job of uh, just establishing a culture up there in Denver, uh, making that a tough place to play. Well-balanced roster, very very well coached. Um, some great vets over there. Some guys are going to get an opportunity to get a ring, I think, for the first time. You know, DeAndre, Jeff Green, those guys. So kudos Ish Smith. Like some guys that's been around the league a long, long time. And then Joker. An opportunity, Jamal, get an opportunity to step out on the, the final stage and try to make something happen. So nothing but love and respect for the Denver Nuggets. Love the way they play and love what they're about. But you know, we always we also saw ways that even though this is year one, you know, and this losing sucks. You know, we uh, I think we have opportunity to do something special here also, and uh, we just got to build off of this. Everything we put into turning this thing around. We got to not only sustain it, we got to take it to a higher level. And that's what this summer is going to be about. As the season comes to an end, the magical ride of the 2023 Los Angeles Lakers season has been completed. Considering where we were at the start of the season, 2-10, and and in five games below 500, this team did a 180 in a matter of three months. Not the way we wanted it to end, but at the end of the day, the Los Angeles Lakers beat the odds.
0.3% chance of making the playoffs to get to the Western Conference Finals. Only to lose to the best team in the Western Conference in the Denver Nuggets in a clean sweep. The Los Angeles Lakers season was filled with trial, triumph, errors, and a lot of lessons learned. The future of the Los Angeles Lakers is now underway. What's next for LeBron James? What's next for this team moving forward? A lot of decisions to be made. A lot of uncertainty. But as we go back and look at this season, it's been successful. Nothing to be ashamed about. We had a nice run. It was a magical ride. At the end of the day, the ultimate goal is to win a championship. We will use this as motivation moving forward for 2024. Everyone who doubted us, counted us out. We did what we had to do to turn things around. In epic, dramatic fashion, the Los Angeles Lakers will go into a very, very unusual offseason. A lot of moves to be made, trades, contract extensions. The Laker Nation always know we are L.A. We are the Los Angeles Lakers. This is the form of Los Angeles Lakers podcast exclusively on the Grid Network. As the lights dim, please get comfortable. Make sure your phones are on silent or do not disturb. Enjoy the complimentary snacks and beverages that have been displayed for you all. Enjoy the show. For the final time this season, Laker Nation, you know the vibes. Lake Show, let's go. And now for our feature presentation. 
good morning, Laker Nation. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Monday. Hopefully, you are all having a most wonderful start to your day. This is The Form, a Los Angeles Lakers podcast exclusively on the Grid Network. Dare to be different? Enter the Grid. Your new leaders in digital media, sports, and entertainment. My name is Patrick L. Brown, and I am the host, executive producer, and exclusive content creator of the forum. It has been a few days since the season ended. I wanted to take time out to process everything before I recorded this particular episode. If you have not subscribed to The Grid, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and even the YouTube channel. The network is growing as we speak. It's gaining momentum, so please, please subscribe. You can't say that I didn't tell you ahead of time. Our season concluded by being swept by the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals upon last week. It's been a few days and I wanted to take some time out away from the from the show to let let things let the dust settle a little bit because there was a lot of a lot of stuff that was said. And if you follow me on my social media on Instagram and uh, Twitter, I said I was going to address the things that had transpired. The game had just concluded, and it was the morning after. I wanted to make sure that I was in a a safe space. I wanted to make sure I was in the right frame of mind before I started to go on a a little bit of of a tear because I didn't want to be prisoner of the moment by what I had just watched in the highlight reel. But we've got a lot to discuss. A lot of decisions to be made. On today's particular show, we've got, it is jammed packed. Jammed packed. I cannot make this up. LeBron James is probably the focal point of this episode. But our magical season ends in the Western Conference as Denver swept us in a clean sweep. LeBron James' future as he mentions a possible retirement during his press conference after game four. AD's commitment to the offseason. I have a lot to say about that. The Kyrie Irving rumor central has started once again. I'm going to give you my honest, brutal take on this particular situation. And also, D'Angelo Russell's future as a Laker moving forward after his piss poor performances in the Western Conference Finals. I will address all these and then some on today's episode of The Form. Well, first, I got a little bit of a bone to pick with the media to an extent. If you've listened to 
my show in recent weeks, I've been trying to be as calm as I can when it pertains to the national media. It's been a hell of a season. A magical turnaround. Yes, we went further than a lot of media pundits thought we would. They laughed at us. They dogged. Took shots at LeBron James. AD rightfully so. The team was unhappy at the start. A 180 degree turn at the trade deadline. And this team went on. We went on. We took flight. The magical carpet came and we just hopped on. The media wanted to discredit the front office to a degree. Rob Palenka for everything that we've criticized him for. This man did the unthinkable and put the right players and pieces around that fit LeBron James' skill sets. You saw a different team in night and day. Everybody was happy. A new team at the trade deadline, so it was everybody learning on the fly. They had a lot to say when the playing tournament started. All I heard was the Timberwolves are going to beat the Lakers. The Lakers have no chance making the playoffs this year. This is the year that they bomb it once again. Beat the Timberwolves in the playing game. 0.3% chance. First opponent. Memphis Grizzlies. All the media, we're going to pick the Grizzlies over the Lakers because they're just talented. They have arrived. They're a championship team. They've got John Morant, one of the bright faces of the league, a better coach. The Memphis Grizzlies should be happy they're playing the Lakers. Yep. It was happiness, all right. Took care of them in six. As we've seen, the Memphis Grizzlies have a lot more bigger issues than parades inside the city right now. It's round two. All oh, the, the Golden State Warriors are the defending champs, and they've got the Splash Brothers, and they're en route to get back to the NBA Finals. Well... Beat the Warriors in six. The league got what they wanted, and we as a fan base, and NBA fans in general, we got the Golden State Warriors and Los Angeles Lakers with a Steph Curry and LeBron James matchup since the 2018 NBA Finals. We move into the Western Conference Finals. The Nuggets are the better team. They're the favorites. Best team in the Western Conference. Nuggets in seven. They swept us in four games in a clean sweep. Rightfully so. I'd much rather have lost to the Nuggets than losing to the Sacramento Kings or the Phoenix Suns or the Pelicans, any other team that was in the playoffs this year. 
you want to lose to the best team in the conference. But as we get ready to start this show, I have to say that this season was uh, very successful. It did not end the way we wanted to by moving on to the NBA Finals. But this team played their asses off second half of the season. They played with heart. They played with grit. And they stayed together mentally. Yes, it was D-Day when LeBron James went down with the foot injury and missed eight weeks. AD's inconsistent play. And it felt like this team was still trying to figure it out after the trade deadline. Ended up being the best team in a Western Conference and the number one defense in basketball. As I said time and time again, defense wins championships. Still wins championships. Coach Ham, in his first season, had a pretty successful successful season. Darvin Ham, for what it's worth, he appeared to be lost at times during this playoff run. But if you go back, it was a lot of learning. There was a learning curve for everyone. Trying to figure out what rotations work with LeBron and AD. We have ourselves a diamond in the rough. Actually, two diamonds in the rough. And Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura, who I said time and time again, Thank you, Washington Wizards, for Rui Hachimura. Hopefully, we can re-sign him in the offseason here in the next month or so. But the Denver Nuggets in this series was just complete was just better than us. They were just better than us from top to bottom. Eight guys deep. Well coached, Mike Malone. One-two punch with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. A plethora of role players who know their jobs and their assignments. If you go back and look at the series in general from games one through four, we did not get blown out in any game. A stop here and a stop there. And, this, and we've at least win the series in six. That wasn't necessarily the case. Going back watching games one through four. The one quarter that still sticks out. Third quarter. The third quarter became the bugaboo for this team throughout the course of the playoffs. Build a lead. LeBron goes out. The opposition goes on the run. Put LeBron back in. Very little rest. And he's got to help try to, you know, stop the bleeding. At age 38, in a game four, an elimination game, LeBron left it all out on the court. LeBron James in elimination games is a career best 35, 11, and 10. 
LeBron James stat line for game four against the Nuggets in the elimination game. 40 points, 15 of 25 from the field, 67 from the free throw line with nine assists. LeBron James left it all on the court, period. But what I want to focus on is basically how this team with AD, who I will discuss here momentarily in the next couple segments, we didn't have a closer. I kept saying Austin Reeves was the closer. But for him to only get two three-point looks in an elimination game was highway robbery. One of the better three-point shooters on our team. He only takes two attempts. Why? Austin Reeves rose from the ashes. This is the one player who played with more heart than the second co-star on the team during his playoff run. Yes, Austin Reeves had a bad shooting slump, but he finally merged out of it during the game six against the Warriors in the conference semis. This team, in general, went further than anybody could have imagined and to lose to the Western Conference Finals and a clean sweep to the Denver Nuggets who are playing in their first NBA Finals in franchise history. There's nothing to be ashamed about. We'd have loved to go gone to the NBA Finals, but Coach Ham didn't push the right buttons to get this team over the hump. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. LeBron James did all he could to get this to win game four. He left it all on the court. It's sad. When you see a 38-year-old aging superstar play through injury, regardless of the circumstances, did his very best to be available for the team throughout the regular season and to come up a little short. I don't fault LeBron James in this magnitude. Yes, he shot the ball horribly from three-point line. That was the biggest red flag and glaring issue with this team. As we look over this series, the three-point shooting was atrocious for the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James, at age 38, passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar this season. And that was a an accomplishment and feat that we as basketball fans never thought would happen. LeBron James has decisions to make as we segue into our second topic. His future 
as of now, is going to be surrounded by retirement talks. With him battling the foot injury and playing with a torn tendon in his foot, I'm almost certain that LeBron James will likely have the foot surgery if he's planning on coming back for a for season 21. It would be sad and incomplete if LeBron were to retire. The reason I say that as a LeBron James fan since he his uh, high school days at St. Vincent St. Mary's I followed him his entire career. He's been available a majority of his of his career. But the injuries are starting to catch up with him. You often ask yourself, how many more years can I play at this level and still try to lead a team to a championship? At, at season 20, LeBron still averaged close to 30 points. What athlete in basketball averaged 30 points in year 20? Kobe in year 20 averaged right at 18 or 19. Kareem, he averaged not even a little over double figures. But LeBron... Iron Man, for the majority of his career, still put up 30 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists. Year 20. To become the all-time scoring leader in the NBA. That is a testament to his craft and what he's done for the game of basketball. For a guy who plays an average of 70 games a year. But it feels like the last five years. It's been right at 60. Because of the injuries. In load management. LeBron James. I feel as a fan. And as someone who. Has studied basketball. In my heart of hearts. I believe. He has the surgery. He takes the time away to get his foot ready and be ready to go by training camp. I don't believe he'll play much during the preseason if he returns. But I do see him playing a smaller role in year 21. LeBron James is better off the ball. He's able to roam around and play inside out. But it all starts with him being available. I'm sure he's going to take time to really consider his basketball future. As you all know, his son Bronny committed to USC. Congratulations to Bronny. He just graduated high school from Sierra Canyon. Bryce is getting ready to transfer to another school to finish his last two years of high school ball. And he'll be making his decision to go to college. Their daughter, Zuri, is still in the house. 
but she'll be a teenager here for long. And you have to ask yourself, I've spent a majority of my life playing basketball. I'm a billionaire. I'm the all-time leading scorer. I'm a four-time champion, 18-time All-Star, four-time league MVP, four-time finals MVP. What more do I have to accomplish in my career? His legacy is, I promise. What he's done off the court is bigger than what he's done on the basketball court, hands down. People will will still use the narrative. LeBron was 4-6 and six in the finals where MJ was 6-0. and oh. I think the narrative of LeBron and MJ comparisons needs to stop at this point. The old head media pundits will continue to hold that narrative because that's their only argument. They have nothing left to say. LeBron James has done everything he set out to do and then some from a high school prodigy to the all-time leading scorer. He's exceeded all expectations to be the face of the league to dominate his era, to be the underdog in all the finals he played in. He took some piss-poor Cavs teams to the finals. 07, which nobody expected him to do, getting past Detroit. The shortcomings in his final three years in Cleveland, which led to him departing for Miami, going to four straight finals, winning two chips, two league MVPs, going back home to deliver a championship in 2016. Feels like the end is near, but his decision would would not surprise anybody if he decided to retire. He wants to play with his son, Bronny, but he understands that may not happen. I think it's coming full circle for him that what more needs to be done to add to my legacy? The answer is nothing. Longevity is what we'll remember LeBron for on the court. To be the face. To be a voice in the social media world. To use his platform to open up about social economic issues and racial tension in America. He's done that. He took a chance And he has used his voice loud and proud. When the bronze speaks, we all should tune in and listen. When he talks about race issues in America and player empowerment, he started that. He told pretty much laid the blueprint on how to be the master of your own career. You don't have to commit to these long term contracts if you take it year by year and maximize it. That's what LeBron James did. You may say, well, if he had took less money, they, we could have done more with our roster, the Lakers, that is. LeBron has always said he's not taking less than the max contract, the, mar- the max market value. He's at that point in his career. It's a crossroads. 
Do I keep putting my body through this? Through an 82-game span? And trying to carry my team to the to the finish? Or do I walk away knowing that my time here has passed? He's been the beneficiary of sports science and medicine. Taking care of his body. Investing in his body. LeBron James has been a beneficiary of that. It feels like. This feels like Tom Brady-esque at this point. He's going to kind of, at the prisoner moment, uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little shocked and, you know, that we didn't get to the, to the NBA Finals and compete for a championship. But in his heart of hearts, that fire and a competitive nature has not burned out. It could be mentally exhausting. Because he gives everything at age 38 with a bad foot. And still out there trying to put up a triple-double. Get this team to the finish. But if he were to retire, the media in general have will have nothing to talk about. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can, you, can you realize what the NBA postseason and regular season is going to look like without LeBron James? Think about that. It's going to be very strange because now they'll shift the focus to Kevin Durant, who's been, quote-unquote, the best player on the planet, according to one media pundit. Joel Embiid being the league MVP, but still has yet to get to a conference finals. You've got young players that are coming up behind the guys that's left in this era. Giannis and Jokic, to me, are who got next. They are two who got next. I love me some Giannis. I would love to have him in purple and gold. i trade AD in a heartbeat for Giannis. Jokic, as great as he's been, he's finally getting his recognition, which he always has. Then you have Joel Embiid. What's next for him? Kevin Durant. And of course, the basement team, the Los Angeles Flippers, who are only allowed to come out and use the crypt when we ain't there. Nobody cares about the Flippers. I'm not even going to waste my time talking about them, but they'll always be in the media talk one way or another. As I sit here today on May 29th, 2023, I believe LeBron James will play one more year. I believe he's going to play. He'll be in a smaller role. And hopefully the roster stays intact, make a couple moves here and there. But I believe that Rob Palenka and Coach Ham will support any decision that LeBron makes. 
I don't know how that's going to work far as the um, the salary cap and whatnot, you know, because he's got that two-year extension that's getting to kick in here soon. And I think it's basically one year with the second year being an option, a player option. This is going to be interesting to see. So stay tuned, Laker Nation, because the, the decision 2.0 will probably come soon. Moving on to a player who I've been very, 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 very critical of since the inception of this show. One player, two initials. AD. AD. We got Anthony Davis. Or as I like to call him when he plays like Boo Boo, Alfred Davis. Anthony Davis has no desire to be great. For real. I mean, you you look at the body language. You look at his play. He there was a play in the game in this series, I believe. AD misses a shot and hits the deck. He's still on the court. Everybody else is getting back on defense and the Nuggets score. He's still laying on the court, like looking at the referee, like, did you not see that? It's ignorant shit like that that pisses Laker Nation off. Your 30-year-old superstar, top 75 player, and you look like a top 150. You're a Laker. You're big. You were brought in to be the guy AD. And you piss a lot of fans off the last few years. What is your commitment to the offseason? What's it going to be? You could go and get you a shooting coach, but that's not going to help you being a better player. I would love to see AD play down low, but he doesn't want to. He wants to be a stretch four. With being, you know, playing in within, you know, within 10 to 12 feet of the basket. In order for this team to move forward. There has to be a sense of urgency for AD to step it up. Nobody has pushed the right buttons on him yet. There was a play during the game. I think it was game four, a highlight that my grid teammate and co-founder Barry Grant Jr. Shout out to Barry from the All Even podcast, a fellow Lakers fan, that AD was getting punked at the rim by Jokic, I believe. No effort defensively. You've got LeBron standing there looking at him. Austin Reeves pretty much saying, give us something. You're being stagnant on defense. Give us something. Then it shows the air, The next scene was they're going to the bench after a, a, a Nuggets basket. LeBron staring down AD and AD's just got this lack of days with a look on his face. I'm trying. I mean, I'm giving an effort. No, you're not. No, you're not, AD. You're, you, you, your motor is so low it's a hybrid. 
You have a hybrid motor. You have to charge it every so many hours. It's sad. It's humiliating for a seven-footer who's 30 years old and the star other team who's 38 still giving an effort on both ends of the floor. You can't even do that. Really, AD? Really? You got two years and $90 million left on this current deal. You're eligible for a three-year extension worth $170 million. If I'm Rob Polinka, I'm looking at this. And the tape speaks for itself. Is AD really the future of the Los Angeles Lakers? And that answer is no. I've given him the benefit of the doubt. Everybody still goes back to, well, he was dominant in the bubble. Of course he was. He was on his best behavior. He was playing for a new contract. Yeah, he had a great run in the bubble. Who didn't? But it was after that, it was just like, it was the same old AD. This injury, that injury, it was just like the wrong place, wrong time for him to get hurt. When LeBron's not on the court, yeah, he can dominate to an extent. But when LeBron's on the court, you do, I, I'm going to defer to LeBron. AD, you are the second co-star. We brought you here to be the guy. If you're not willing to carry that mantle of Laker greats, we'll send you somewhere where you can just be a solo act. I'm just saying, just being honest. Theoretically speaking, I would love to have Giannis. Giannis is in a very interesting offseason himself. In a perfect world, I would trade contract for contract. Because I know what I'm getting out of Giannis. Giannis plays like he hasn't won anything and he doesn't want to relinquish it. I know what I'm getting out of him. He's the best big man five feet from the rim since Shaq. He can impact both ends of the floor. Offensively and defensively. He can give you 40 and 15. He can give you 35 and 12. He can, Giannis's numbers are so consistent that we that the media doesn't talk about it as much. Similar to one LeBron James in the early part of his career. But AD, you're on the hot seat. You're on the hot seat going into 2024. I'm going to see you in the weight room. I want to see you putting forth that effort. Taking care of your body to be available for at least 70 games of the regular season. As I always said time and time again, when he's engaged defensively, the offense will come. He looked like a man standing in cement. Had concrete blocks, couldn't move. Yeah, it's a difficult matchup trying to guard Jokic. But still, you should have took advantage of that on the offensive side of the ball and, and dominate him. But you didn't. Rob Polinka's got decisions to make as well with AD. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because rest assured, his value and his trade value is probably really low. Because all teams have seen who AD is. He'll likely be get signing that extension here for long. Because he's not going to be able to get that anywhere else. You trade him. Then you better hope you get some compensation in return with some draft picks. A lot of decisions to be made. Moving on to... Another player who's been spotted at the Crypto.com Arena is Kyrie Irving. As you all know, if you've been living under a rock, Kyrie Irving wants to be a Los Angeles Laker. He's let it be known the last two years. In the middle of the season, in the middle of the season, he was an acquisition by the Dallas Mavericks. Now there's some rumors starting to swirl that Kyrie is has his eyes on the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going to be perfectly honest, brutally honest to say the least. As sensational as a basketball player Kyrie Irving is, I know a lot of Laker fans are seduced and intrigued by Kyrie Irving in purple and gold. I'm going to sit here today and tell you I'm not. He's a sensational player. can create his own shot and finish at the rim. One of the best finishers for guards we've ever seen. Has a mad handle. But it's the commitment to basketball which you have to take into consideration. What has Kyrie Irving done without LeBron James? Not a damn thing. Forced his way out of Cleveland, went to Boston. With the team that took that pushed LeBron James's Cavs in 2018 to seven games in the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie. The following season, Kyrie comes back, they get swept by the Milwaukee Bucks in the second round. Summer of 2019, him and KD joined forces in Brooklyn, and it was a disaster. It was his tenure in Boston ended in a disaster. We all know what transpired in Brooklyn, and then he got traded to Dallas. How well did that work out for the Mavericks? who were sitting in fourth place when they made the acquisition for Kyrie and missed the playing tournament altogether. Kyrie Irving is not committed to basketball. He's not. He's the one player and kookiest superstar I've ever seen. You can let things like Earth is Flat Steak is not a meat. You can you can you can look past that. But once you start talking and 
deciding to take days off at a time without telling anybody and ghosting the, your teammates in the organization. That's where the conflict of interest comes in. Now, people may say, well, LeBron won a championship with Kyrie in 2016. That was seven seasons ago, Laker Nation. Seven. Seven seasons ago. Do you really think LeBron James is going to be able to keep Kyrie under Kyrie Irving under control in L.A.? Now, I ask that question. I really do. Because the last time I checked, as the late Dipsy Hustle once said, Kyrie Irving only plays 40% of the season. He'll play a handful of games, then he'll... This to come up, or he'll be on IG doing whatever, and, you know, in L.A., he's not going to be able to run away from the media. LeBron doesn't have time to babysit Kyrie. Kyrie can sit as many games as he wants courtside, but buy everywhere. I would not want Kyrie Irving on my team, period. I don't want him in my locker room. Because just as sure as something doesn't go his way, he'll have unscheduled PTO. Then LeBron's going to have to answer questions about, oh, have you heard from Kyrie? Or, you know, what's his status? And do you think LeBron James wants to deal with that on top of everything else? Because if the season falls short again, rest assured, They'll look at LeBron and say, well, you wanted Kyrie Irving. And LeBron's going to be like, yeah, I wanted Kyrie. But this is what I signed up for. In a perfect world, I tell you the one player that I would want that's realistic, available, and no baggage. He resides in Portland. A superstar by the name of Damian Lillard a.k.a. Dame Dollar. Wouldn't that be a match made in basketball heaven? A closer. A guy who can create his own shot, who's not afraid of the big stage, has been underappreciated in Portland. That trade and acquisition would be more realistic than trying to do a sign and trade for Kyrie Irving, in which the Dallas Mavericks would have no interest in helping Kyrie get to L.A. Zero. In a spot for D'Angelo Russell. They're not They're not going to do that. But Dane to LA. I've been on this for about two and a half years now. Dane. Braun. AD. With the roster that we have. If Darvin Ham can make that work. I'll take it. I know what I'm getting out of Dane. He knows he wants to win. He wants to win a championship. You've heard him say time and time again, I want to win a championship. He's not going to win it in Portland. Rob Palenka, anybody in the Lakers front office that's listening, I would pick up the phone and call about Damian Lillard over Kyrie Irving at this point, whenever we get to the legal tampering period in the end of June. I'd rather have Dame over Kyrie. That's just me. Kyrie, as great as he is, it's just not worth 
destroying your locker room. It's not. It's not it's not worth destroying and ruining Darvin Ham's tenure as a coach. Because Darvin Ham is a no BS kind of guy and he will not put up with Kyrie's shenanigans. Kyrie's problem is he doesn't want to be coached. It has to be his way or no way. Last time I checked, you need a head coach to help get the team to where they want to go. You can have your superstar players, your role players, but the head coach is the one who has to push the buttons. And he and Kyrie Irving, Coach Ham and Kyrie, that's a bad vibe waiting to happen. I'm telling you right now, May 29th, 2023, it's on record. You can check the tape whenever we get to free agency if this were to occur. And I will be sure to remind everybody what you're signing up for. Moving on to our last topic of the show today, D'Angelo Russell's future as a Laker. As you all know, he shot poorly from the three-point line in this series at 14%, averaged seven points. D'Lo just had a bad, bad outing at the least inconvenient moment in time. He had a fairly good regular season the time he was there from February all the way up to the through the postseason. Yes, he has his moments where he can get hot and be aggressive. But this particular series, he just looked out of sorts. Jamal Murray had his way with D'Lo on with whenever they was guarding each other. D'Lo was bad. And after each game, throughout the four games that we played, D'Lo was taking shots after the game ended. That, to me, says, I want to be here. I'll do whatever it takes. But at the end of the day, D'Lo did not help himself by having a bad postseason run. Give it, particularly in this series against Denver. The guard play got exposed. And I think that was the big issue in this series was the guard play. D'Angelo Rosa was bad. We didn't have another guy on the court that can create their own shot. D'Lo tried, but it was just like he was over aggressive. He didn't let the game come to him. And in a contract year, this is not a good look for him. Do I feel that D'Lo will be back? I'm going to say 50-50. It would have to take a drastic measure and a trade offer for a team. And I just mentioned Dame for Portland say, okay, you give us D'Lo We'll ship you Dame and give us that first round pick. That's a trade that could as realistically could happen. But I'm surely D'Lo's just worried about what he can't control. It's easy to point the finger at a role player and a superstar. But the but the tape doesn't lie. Games one through four, D'Angelo Russell was bad. He was bad offensively and defensively. At the end of the day, 
it's one of the decisions that has to be made along with LeBron, AD, Rui, Austin Reeves, and D'Lo. Because this team, we feel like we're, we can still get to the NBA Finals. If LeBron is committed to playing another year, we're going to need a third superstar to come to L.A. Whether it's via trade or we may, or it's the trade at the trade deadline in February. But D'Angelo Russell has pretty much got one. He's pretty much out. One foot out, one foot in because it's, it's going to be very interesting. And all this comes into a factor with contract talks. It's the business of the NBA. And players know it. Their agents know it. You have to do what's best for you as far as your career. If the Lakers front office feels that D'Lo did not achieve that, they will field offers. I would love to have Dane over D'Lo. I would take Dane over Kyrie. If there's no offers out there, then yes, D'Lo will be back in the Lakers uniform for 2024. And he knows that he has a lot to prove going into the offseason. I think the stage and moment became too big for him, and he struggled. His play showed on the court. His numbers were the biggest glaring red flag. But we shall see what happens with D'Angelo Russell's future as a Los Angeles Laker. Before I get out of here today, as we close the show, as we wrap up Mental Health Awareness Month, if you've listened to my show over the past several weeks since the inception, you all know how important mental health is to me as an individual. I often reflect and end the show with a mental health segment. So, as we draw to conclusion, if you know of anybody who needs help with their mental health, please seek therapy and counseling. It's okay to not be okay. We all deal with mental health. But it's not until something catastrophic happens in our lives which raises it from the ashes. If you are dealing with anxiety, depression, even suicidal thoughts, please seek help. You're not alone in this battle. I am a survivor of mental health and I'm still fighting through my ups and downs. I've often used my voice and platform to promote mental health awareness. Laker Nation, it's okay to not be okay. Mental health is a real 
issue in our society. With everything that's going on, we need therapy. We need a sense of closure and comfort. The first admission to therapy is admitting you have a problem. We can go to therapy to work out our issues. It's cool to go to therapy. If you work with an employer who offers the employee assistance program, take full advantage of the resources. Use the resources you have in your local communities and your local healthcare providers. Take time out of your day to check on your loved ones, your homeboys, your homegirls, your besties, your best friends. Do all you can to be in a safe space. Do what you need to do in order to protect your sanity. If you are in need of counseling or you just need someone to talk to for support, you're more than welcome to call your therapist, call your local health care provider. Also, give yourself the time to go to therapy. We talk about everything in the world except mental health. The way that our world is looking right now for the last few years, mental health cases have been on the rise. As someone who's been seeing a therapist and seeing a counselor, I'll admit to you all, I have my days of self-doubt. I have my days of, do I belong here? What's my bigger purpose in life? These are questions that I ask myself on a daily basis. You too probably ask them as well. But always know, you are loved, valued, and appreciated. Don't let society conform and box you into something that you don't believe in. Be a free spirit, a free thinker. Spread your wings like a butterfly and fly delicately in the skies. Be the butterfly, evolve. As I sit here today, my heart goes out to all those who are struggling with their mental health. You're not alone. The battle is not over. Continue to spread love. Be kind to one another. Thank you all for taking time out of your day to listen to the form. Los Angeles Lakers podcast right here on the grid. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the grid on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, and even our YouTube channel. You can follow me on TikTok at Showtime Lakers X. You can follow me on Twitter at Showtime underscore P Brown. You can also check me out on Instagram at the underscore form underscore 17. That is all the time I have for today's show. Have a great Monday. Continue to stay safe. Take care of your mental and physical 
emotional, intimate, and spiritual health. Laker Nation, I love y'all. Y'all be safe out there. Enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend or the holiday in general. Until the next episode, Laker Nation, you know the vibes. Lake Show, let's go. This is Patrick L. Brown signing off. Thank you. God bless. Peace. Picture yourself wrapped in its softness. Whether you're enjoying a captivating TV show, gathered around a crackling campfire, or cheering for your favorite football team, Minky understands your fall cravings. Our blankets are tailor-made for those heartwarming autumn vibes. With a variety of colors, they're perfect for complementing the hues of fall, as well as showing off your team pride with their vibrant team colors. And the best part? We've got sizes for the whole family, ensuring that everyone can experience the joy of cozying up in Minky's embrace. This fall, let Minky be your companion in creating unforgettable moments. Wrap yourself in comfort, share love, and relish the essence of the season. Minky Blankets, where warmth meets love in every color for every moment. Fall into one of our Minky Couture stores or visit us online at minkycouture.com.